and we're live, right? I hope so, because this is episode 74 of the uh, the Gunner Explained podcast. Adam Blue here joining me as always. Uh, Steven, good to see you, Steven. Thank you, sir. Even though we were just talking yesterday um, on your on your uh, podcast, link in the description, and that was pretty fun. We yeah. not only like so it was a repair stream, but it was almost inception because you had to repair something that you were trying to repair. Like yeah, you and know, that was I, I really. I love when when we're kind of tinkering away at a project and, and you and I tend to get a little off in the weeds when we start talking about uh, different topics while we're just kind of carving up some plastic. Honestly, I think that that's my favorite uh, description of what we do over on Midnight Matter. It's just chewing the plastic. No, I, I totally agree. Um, I want to expand on that in a minute. But if anyone in the chat can let me know what you think of the audio levels. But yeah, that's a, a echo and low. Echo. So who's echoing? Is it, uh... Yeah, Salem says audio is working great, but I see Neon Wave and Xeonic Shadow both say Echo. Check my audio. So they're saying that I'm on an Echo. Okay, let me look at that real quick. Um, now backing Mike Piazza. Ah, <laughs> uh, that should all be working. What, unless it's, um... As I figured this out, um, yeah, that's what's cool about your stream because a lot of times for the Gundam Explained podcast, it's like strictly the Gundam stuff. But on yours, we get into a lot of cool stuff. We were even talking Legos uh, yesterday. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, like, you know what? Um, It is not a Gundam Explained podcast without... Steven, you sound like you're talking to a football stadium in... Why? Why is that? That is totally on me. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna double check the um, the Discord thing real quick because we were doing a a share there. I might have. Uh, yeah, definitely mute me over on Discord, and uh, if there's any studio monitoring going on in the streaming software, I think that that might. Yeah, I I tested all this out before we went live, and those MFers, I mean, who am I blaming really uh, but myself? Um, but no, that is that is crazy, because I, the show isn't about the technical difficulties, but it kind of is. Um, yeah, you no, know, it's, it's like the drink talk over on, on my show. You know, you and I talk about the different seltzer waters that we're drinking, the different uh, whiskeys that I'm drinking. Uh, it's just part of the show, part and parcel of what we do. <laughs> it is, you know, um, but what I'm going to do is as we do things, guys, I'm going to mess with the audio so you can say like, oh, I can't hear Steven anymore or I can't. So I'm going to hit mute for him somewhere and then you guys let me know what you're hearing. Um, so anyway, um, uh, oh, yeah, so. Let me go to the chat first, actually, because there's uh, there's so many things I want to talk about. I keep forgetting where because the movie night's going to happen soon. And so in the Patreon, we're already doing some votes for it. And I think by this weekend, I'm going to figure out what it is exactly and then schedule when we're going to do it. So, guys, wait for that. And that's probably going to lead into what our next G watch is going to be. Also, uh, and I'm sure uh, if you don't know by now, Zionic Shadow has told you that um, SD December and um I've actually got this I'm going to build. I might do a video of the build. And, oh, you got the, uh, 
I've got a, I've got a little surprise in, in store for you guys for SB December. Yeah, um, okay, so, yeah, I was just looking at the audio, and it was acting. Say something again real quick, Steven. Oh, check, check. Can you hear me Okay, I got you back on. Yeah, it's so weird. I am so sorry that everyone is experiencing that echo, because I have it for sure this time set up how it's supposed to be. But, I mean, you, you guys have been cool anyway about it, so... Um, so it sounds like it sounds like now I'm just quiet, which I think is probably suitable. Let's let's be honest. Everyone prefers me be a little quieter. Right? But anyway, I do want to shout out everybody in the chat that's uh, that's chatting with us. We got Zionic Shadow, we got Robert, we got Lucas Garrett, we got Jedi Sailor, we got Classic Gore, uh, Quarter Game Plays, Gundam Wing. We've got all of our uh, favorite. Um, you know, uh, regulars in the chat, and I just yeah. want to say how, how much I appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. Wow, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a lot of people in there. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks for being here because right now the game awards are going on, and actually I would be watching that. In fact, I was almost about to tweet and be like, like Jeff Keeley, you can't schedule it today at this time. You just can't. But I mean, look, less than one percent of the fraction of followers, so. Um, I get it. I get it. Um, but no, anyway, you might be on par with the game awards right now. I mean, yeah, that's true. Look at the quality of the people in this chat. It's totally, totally. Oh, Brian's in Chile saying he got Gundam Evolution on Steam. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, we'll have to play. That's right. Ian and Neon Wave and Sway. We were all playing. Um, uh, I think last weekend it was pretty fun. We got jumped. That's a fun game to just play. Um, uh, so let's see here. Uh, okay. I am going to quickly switch screens. Hopefully that doesn't destroy everything else. Um, okay. So I want to talk about Lucas Garrett brought up, uh, brought up something in the YouTube member section. Was Quest Pariah a cyber new type adopted by Vice Foreign Minister Adenauer Pariah instead of being his biological daughter? Could she be a late model uh masamune so the one thing you know to think about is the like the hair color you know like mm -hmm. i've always associated that like the, the the kind of the brighter or the blue color associated with the cyber new type but like in it's not like they've ever said that right like the, it, the movie has been out for a long time but you, you would think could have that been something done by the more of the shadowy figures within the Earth Federation or Xeon or whatever, where they're trying to, like, uh, people that are in places of power kind of have a almost a spy in a way, not unknowingly. Well, and there's one thing that they never explain actually in the film, and maybe they've touched on this in some of the mangas or some of the supplemental, supplemental materials, but the way that Char changes her last name from Pariah to Air, and he calls her Quest Air instead of Quest Pariah, so at, at a certain point, she sheds that identity of being the daughter of Vice Foreign Minister Pariah. And so it's like, well, maybe she was always Quest Air. Or, yeah, so there, there's, there's legitimate legitimacy to that, that theory that she was adopted and not necessarily the biological daughter of... Yeah, and almost like it was planned that way. Like, maybe not to the... 
the what vice minister what what was his title again vice foreign uh, minister vice, yeah because i think even in the real world i could be wrong about this i think this is true people that are in uh, leadership positions that are are um that have eyes on them i usually think they're more of placeholders for what's really happening so i would think they would purposely set up something like that um just to have the cyber noob type kind of mix things up in a way i don't know that's a, that's a good one though i like that yeah um actually let me jump over to the chat real quick i want to see um let's see oh jedi sailor saying there was a concept art of quest with brown hair okay that's cool interesting I that mean, they there changed was also that. concept art of camille wearing Gune's uniform because camille was originally supposed to be Shar's bodyguard in Shar's counterattack. Oh, that's right. Did that kind of spark your video that you made? Where you, that what if video? Exactly. Yeah, that oh. was. Uh, you know, I saw that art and I was like, That's Yeah, I got to do something with it. All over it. <laughs> that reminds me. I saw some art someone had of a predator with Wayland Utani armor on. Oh. And I was like, That's such a great idea. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, that that has to be something. Um. Okay, so, um, yeah, I got some of the, the other Patreon. Uh, yeah, so, again, if you want to support the channel, I don't talk about it all the time. I kind of do, but I kind of breeze by it real quickly. You know, there's a YouTube membership, Patreon. It's kind of the same thing, but it allows you to do the movie nights, um, questions that will be read on air. There's also a way, if you're not a supporter, to send certain types of questions. I'll actually get to that uh, soon, because I think that is more of a – that's going to go – into like the trivia thing I'm trying to put together for some Gundam uh, trivia shows next year. But Brandon Keith, a uh, regular around here. Wow, I get shout outs? Yes, you do, of course. How interesting, Absolutely. thanks. I grew up on Robo Jocks. Robot Jocks, right? Isn't that the name? I liked yeah, it as robot. a kid, but as uh, an adult, I see it as a guilty pleasure. It's so bad that it's good. I dare you. Uh, play the trailer on the show right now on YouTube. I promise you all you'll get a good laugh at how absurdly bad the film is. But the functionality of how the robots work and how they're, they've are they piloted in that film is how a mobile suit should work in live-action adaptation. The problem is any change from the anime will piss off the Legion of Gundam fans. I say just leave the Gundam film alone and leave it in animation verse. Um... So, yeah, I, I'm not going to – I was thinking of playing the trailer on here, but now it's like I feel like it's going to cause some, like, other destruction There's, uh, some, my there's some racially insensitive bits about that movie too. Um, oh. Because obviously one of the uh, – one of, like, the, the trainers for the robot jocks um, refers to one of the other, like, technicians on the team as a Jap. And, like, oh. you know – that. Hmm they're trying to capture that kind of um that world war ii era distrust of the japanese which is kind of weird because it was the 80s and he's like oh well, i don't trust this jap who's tinkering with my machines and he's always oh. wearing his cowboy hat and oh man it's, oh uh, they were like going hard in that direction like leaning oh, into like yeah. the character full-on uh, mccarthyism like <laughs> Oh, and Jedi Sailor is saying, funny how the guy who directed Robot Jocks also directed a bunch of HP Lovecraft Horror B movies. Oh, Sailor, if you get a chance, not saying you have to do that now, but list some of those. I love uh, Lovecraft stuff. Um, like, I think what got me into it, I got into Lovecraft late. It was um, uh, Bloodborne 
uh, like after playing that game Bloodborne on PS4, I was like, I love the look of this. And then people online were saying, oh, this is from Lovecraft. And then I realized, wait, that's the Necronomicon from Evil Dead. Like the whole, yep. and then my mind just like, it was like, oh, oh, oh Reanimator. Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, some good stuff. Okay, so yeah, no, good one. Thanks. Um, and then also from Brandon, um, uh, any predictions on what changes will be made for the next two Hathaway films from the books? Uh, a fan has translated the three Hathaway novels that the films are based on from Japanese into English and posted summaries on his blog online. Just use Google and it will be easy to find. I liked Hathaway it's film number Zionic, one, but they need... Right? What's that? Probably Xeonic Scanlations. Oh, that's right. Probably it has to be. Book champ. It yeah. has to be him. It has to be. Good call out on that. I, I always forget... I get so much info from that guy um yeah uh let's he, see he does but so much for the gundam fandom and i know i mean i i, I, I feel like he's probably translated 90 percent of what's out there or something i, I it's Seriously. crazy and he'll even you know that and that's actually why i was using twitter a lot because his tweets are always very informative and he's actually a very kind person on twitter so it's like yeah you know, I he doesn't engage in like the negative side of Twitter. Twitter right. is literally just his way of saying, "Hey, I just translated the latest, uh, you know, Federation Hooligans manga." Yeah, go read it. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, really quick. Speaking of Twitter, I know I uh, talked about here on a few, like a few times where I've, uh, it's like I'd see the toxicity and it'd get to me. And then I was talking about how I wasn't using Instagram enough, but I think. From you guys mentioning it, I, I think I'm really going to focus on Instagram because scrolling – like I stopped scrolling through it because it would always show videos of things that I'm not even – like a lot of – it's like dances uh, from like Southeast Asia. Like it would be – and it's like I don't really care, but I think because it's Gundam, it's it's suggesting it. But that's better than people being mean to people on Twitter. Uh, so I'm fully on back in into Instagram. I'll be uh, posting more there. But – there you go. Uh, uh, but they need to step up the action in the sequels, improve the... An oh, I heard there's going to be more action in the sequels, by the way. Improve the animation detail in the MS battles. And I will say... I will say the animation wasn't, like, the best. Right? Didn't it seem like the frames per second, if that's... The frames of animation were a little less than most, but I think it was just such detailed drawings. And then... I think I liked it a little bit more than Unicorn. Um... And oh. I know that's probably blasphemy, um, but I mean, in Unicorn, the 3D models that you got from the animation, they all felt a little bit floaty. Like I know what you mean. Yeah, there there wasn't enough weight behind all of the actions that the mobile suits were taking. Um, but I mean, hey, spoiler alert: when that spent machine gun shell hit the ground and like melted chunks of the forest and hit some bystanders in Hathaway's Flash. Yeah, that, that was, was well done. <laughs> no, that was well done. But it is interesting when they do, even in Hathaway, when they do any shots that have the CGI, it's like you can tell, and they're trying to match the frames with the frame of the hand-drawn animation. And so I think sometimes it like, it, yeah, it looks a little rough. But it's like at the same time, it's it's such a, a well done story, and the details so well done that. But I get it. it's funny, you know, when I was first watching Gundam and I would watch the later Gundam like narrative and stuff, I was actually surprised at the quality wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, but I got over that quickly. But anyway, um, 
The film assumes that the viewer understands what's going on and implies a lot of things, too. The casual viewer watching Hathaway would be confused. The first film felt like a reintroduction to the UC world, but part two needs more action, more explanations of things. The only reason why I understand everything because I have read through the translated summaries of the books. In the books, the Federation is portrayed as being the evil bad guys, and they're forcibly forcefully pushing unregistered earthnoids into space colonies, and Hathaway is trying to end the tyranny of the Federation in the anime, it's more ambiguous. Or ambiguous. Well, I will say that's actually a takeaway I got from it, especially when, you know, he had that conversation with the taxi driver, and then you see that sort of, uh, what was that enforcer mobile suit? I forgot the... the oh, it's was a, a uh, Jagan, like, manhunter type. Yeah. Like a manhunter, manhunter Jagan. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I thought that was really neat, how they... How they, like, I wasn't expecting that when I watched Hathaway and that was kind of the story. I was like, okay, that's an interesting uh, way to go. Um, let's see. Um, da, da, da. Mafti is trying to continue what Neo Zeon was doing under Shar Aznable, but it's not clear how and why. Shar wanted to push all humans into space so that they can become new types. Mafti and Hathaway want that too, but so that the Earth can heal itself to end pollution or whatever. It's not fully made clear what Mafti really wants. Also, they portray Mafti and the Federation as having good and bad people on both sides. They turn Lane Aim into a sympathetic antagonist who's following orders. Who can't seem to match Hathaway and always fails. I think they did this so that when he finally defeats Hathaway in the Kasai Gundam in movie 3, there's a payoff for his character arc. He's portrayed as the underdog who triumphs. Also, when the hell did Hathaway become a respected mobile suit ace? Clearly... He had military training at some point, but they don't say it explicitly. He could barely operate a Jagan. I also wonder if they'll change the ending because the novels end on a dark, depressing tone. Mafty loses and Hathaway gets executed in the books. Pretty dark stuff. The promo art for Mafty and Hathaway all have a hopeful, we shall overcome tone. I have a feeling that if he does die, they'll at least try to portray it in an uplifting and meaningful way. So, By the way, spoilers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> for in, in the book, when, was, when were the novels written? Was that like... 89? I think. Uh, Hathaway's Flash? I, yeah. I think it was a little later than that. I oh, want to say it was in the 90s. but I might be thinking Unicorn or something. Yeah. Um, All the but, same. Um, but that's the thing. Like, I've never bothered looking into it, even though it's been out. Like, there's something, I think, about books or manga that I, I don't really actively search for lore as much as I will for an anime. So, it's like, on one hand, I see what he's saying. They'll probably change some things up, which... I, I looked up the Gustav Carl, and it has more of a Kasai Gundam head in the, the original design of it. But the Kasai Gundam had more of a a Gundam head, and they used the Kasai... It, like, they changed that Gundam head for the movie instead of the Gustav Carl, I guess I'm trying to say. Which... Yeah. Yeah, they all look cool. Um, nothing is... But, okay, so one thing I wanted to... Okay, this is where we talk about him being an ace, because that's a good point. We see when he first gets, I guess when he first gets in maybe a, a, a weaponized mobile suit in Shars Counterattack. Yeah. And then we see in Hathaway, he's kind of a badass in, in a mobile suit. Like, like he, in terms of he doesn't seem to have that, like, fear or that, uh, like, he knows what he's got to do. So I wonder, what did Hathaway then get into between Shars Counterattack and Hathaway's Flash, because it's what it, it's about a um, maybe a seven decade. Years? Yeah, seven yeah, years, all, probably closer to that. Yeah, under a decade. Double O ninety three to one hundred one is what? Or years? maybe it's five one hundred five. 
If it's one, yeah, I mean, if it's 105, then it's over 10 years. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's kind of the most exciting thing about Hathaway's Flash is that there's this gap that you're like, you know, the last time that we saw Hathaway, he was immature. He was, you know, tied up with his romance with Quest. He was being, um, you know, rebuked by his father. And now all of a sudden he's on his own. Uh, he has no ties to any of the people that he used to associate with. And he has become this sort of, if not a ace pilot, then at least a tactical um, genius, right? Like he's a... Well, in the uh, this is a great... Uh, Lucas Garrett is saying Hathaway's no ace. He's just a survivor. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, that's a good way to put it um and he has a little bit of that new type in him so well and of course the definition of an ace is uh if you've shot down five mobile suits right oh that's what uh, yeah. bernie tells us bernie tells al yeah so uh and so, it I was mean, it was written in 1990 so that's yeah. quite a while it's been around um yeah that's quite a while it's been around i guess i just uh, i bet they're gonna change things from the, the they've they've done that with all of them and I bet I will – maybe I'll get around to reading it because I, it, I know it's going to be different anyway. Um, And then, yeah, they're saying it's a 12-year gap. Yeah, so in 12 years, like, then technically he could be change. an ace if we're going to go by how many kills because I'm sure he Does was up to stuff. Count? The what? Does oh, count? yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> wasn't she an ace herself probably or – did she really go out and battle? It was mainly just to go save Amaro, wasn't it? Yeah, I think she was mostly an engineer. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, that's uh, that's that's very interesting. So, Brandon, I'm glad that you brought that up because that was a good discussion about like Hathaway and all that stuff. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so oh, another one from Brandon. And how far has Steven read into Thunderbolt manga? Can you briefly explain what happens in general? Because if I understand correctly, the two films cover up to volume seven. The main thing I want to see in animation is for Daryl Lorenz to pilot the perfect Gundam, which is the Psycho-Zaku Gundam hybrid. That's going to be cool. It looks so much like the RX-78 Gundam. So have you gone through Thunderbolt? Um, I have. Let me see the last volume that I have. I think it's volume four. Okay, because I haven't read any of them, uh, but I actually want to. Uh, I always say I'm going to read a manga, and I, I've done a few. Three. Volume okay. three is as far cool. as I've read into uh, Thunderbolt, and it, I mean it's fantastic. As far as uh, oh. as far as Gundam mangas go, the illustration in it is is top tier. It's definitely better than um, you know Federation Hooligans um, oh. as far as quality of illustration goes. But um, but yeah, I mean this barely gets into what the animation covers. So I mean if you've watched Bandit Flower, that's um, you know that's well past this. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess the animation is really just taking certain interesting things. and It, it leaves okay. a lot out, for sure. Because, I mean, I thought the story that they were going with was really cool, how it became, like, cultish and how damaging mentally th this war was. Like, I love those aspects. And are those similar themes that are throughout the manga? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's... That's um, cool. Yeah, it's it's an interesting take on Gundam for sure because it it doesn't ring with the same sort of um, the characters aren't sort of uh, how do I put this? 
they don't feel doomed to their fates. They definitely seem much more active protagonists compared to like Amaro or Camille or or even Char to an extent. Yeah, where they they just kind of feel like they're part of a plot instead of active participants in what they're doing. Oh, I got to get around to that because I, I always forget to read manga. Like I I read Men Who Created Gundam, loved it. I read That's it so funny. fast. It's funny how big the books are, yet they. They're quick reads because oh, it's pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pictures. That's like exactly what I need. But um, also, I've I'm almost done with Volume One of Origin, and I was that time I sat down and reading it, I was glued. I think it's because when you go look at the price. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good artwork. Yeah. But it's like it, when you go look at the price of these, sometimes it's like it can add up. Oh, now yeah, that's why I would buy these. Oh yeah, you quick get the reference on the back. Yep. That's where you go. No, and Origin's a different story because it's it's hardback, so obviously the price on them is a little bit steeper. Um, I actually did not read the first five chapters of Origin. I only started reading once they got to the one-year war. White base? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. or one-year war in general. I was like, I don't don't care about all this preamble. I want to (laughs) see how they redo it. Yeah, that's that's funny because that's literally what I want to see too, but I'm like, I'll read it. I'll read from the beginning, and I'm never getting around to it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, let me uh, before I move on real quick. Uh, Jedi saying the hardcovers for Origin are heavy. It's like hauling a bag of bricks. That's true. Oh, yeah. It is. I have I have one back there. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but hardcover better for display. Yeah, depending on where you're displaying it. Yeah. I was a little disappointed because when I lined them up, I thought that they were going to have um, one of those like the the spine has like a connecting artwork. Have you ever seen like mangas or comic books where when you put all the oh, spines yeah. together of, the, of all the collection, you get like some massive artwork on the side? And I started putting them together, and I was like, "This is uh, this is not anything." Where did it's- that start? <laughs> what was from her childhood that did that? I maybe VHS tapes. Yeah, VHS tapes for sure. All of the Dragon Ball Z VHSs, they all had like an image on the side. Heck, even the Pee Wee's Playhouse VHSs. Oh, <laughs> good call the out side. there. Good call out there. Um, Robert saying, where can I get official translated copies of Gundam mangas? Well, those, any bookstore. I mean, I yeah. I think I got, I just walked to Barnes & Noble near me, and they had it there. Um, um, or comic book shops. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, the, the manga section of comic book shops is much bigger than it used to be. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. And Zionic Shadow says he ordered his dad uh, the first three volumes for his birthday Christmas gift. Yeah, I remember when you were mentioning that, that he likes to read and stuff. And, yeah, let's see if he, awesome. gets, he gets into that. Um, Robert is saying like online. Well, you mean like digital? I don't know. Yeah, I have I no idea. That. I, would, I would check out Zionic Scanlations. Yeah. I don't, those wouldn't be official, but they would have things that are not even available anywhere. That there's no yeah. other way you could read it. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Oh, from Jedi Sela. Okay, Adam and Steven, we all know you like Zeta and everything attached to it. So let's take Zeta out of the equation. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. Y'all are picking um, on me. <laughs> <laughs> this even includes advance of Zeta. <laughs> Fight for my life. <laughs> okay, so what are your top five mobile suits from any timeline? Including manga video game gumpla kits or top five characters? Ooh. Um well, you know what? Yeah, that might be a multi-episode thing. So let's start with suits and, and characters. So if it's any timeline, 
that's actually a pretty good one because I would I would even say like like right now I would that Darabald from um which from Mercury is like a really cool design. Sure. Yeah. And then I would even say like um the, the Sandrock and even Jedi Sailor you posted you just uh built the master grade of I think that's supposed to be the um Endless Waltz version if I'm not mistaken. I like that. That that's yeah, a good Sandrock. one. Um uh, but, and then, so you know, when two. it comes to characters, oh, what's that? I was going to say that's two mobile suits. Or yeah. Or mix it up with. Yeah, no, I was, I was trying to think, because I'm going to think of characters now, and that might help me, because, and then I was just thinking, well, I like all the characters in Double O a lot, like, but I don't like any of their mobile suits. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I, like, I, that's what I love Double O about. It's just a good story. Oh, but you know what? Characters. Even Witch for Mercury, I, it's so crazy how that's like a high school drama in a way, but like it's so interesting following the characters. Like Ghoul seems to be so like multi layered. In I like I like how Celeste is like socially awkward as a main character. Like, you know, a lot of times the main character is the one, kind of how you were explaining, like an active participant in a way. But Celeste, you see, she has this reserved nature, so it seems like she's just like a, a weapon. Because she doesn't have the social skills, but she can fight. Um, Which I know a lot of people were kind of turned off by that personality quirk, you mm -hmm. know, when the show first started. But as the stories unfolded, it kind of is starting to make sense why Soletta might be like that. Like yeah. maybe she was bred to be like that. And Hey, well, even, I don't know if you saw a recent interview with... Um, I guess one of the writers of the show, I forget who it was exactly, but they said it, it gets, it gets like creepy and dark. Like mm. it, it's, it's really going to, they first wanted to set it up to make it easy for people to get into, but then it's going to go crazy. So that, that might explain her backstory there. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to have to figure out, I, I will, this is a good, um, uh, task good, for me is to find the five challenge. for sure. Yeah, that I can think of because, like, I, when I think of all of Gundam, I do like um, the Master Grade Sandrock. If we're not counting, you know, Zeta stuff. Uh, yeah. But what about you? What What are you know, some of your top that are not Zeta? <laughs> um, all right, so Zeta off the table, um, and probably double Zeta too. Probably, yeah. Well, no double Zeta as well. So I'm yeah. gonna say um, the Zaku Tukai from Double O Eighty. Oh, I love that yeah. design. I love the red yeah. cockpit because it just kind of pops off of the green mobile suit. Um, yeah. And Bernie is a fantastic pilot and just, a, and character. just an all-around good guy. Because, yeah, it seems like he's a good guy that just got caught up in something. And, and the fact that he took down a Gundam with, like, these kind of underhanded guerrilla tactics. I'm going to yeah. throw up some balloons. I'm going to, like, sneak up on her with some grenades. But he's... what other character had such clear motivation than oh. Bernie. Not only was it, it was like it was it, it, it like he could have just left. Yeah. But he, he just, just bailed. He just saw the kid Al and what he was going to experience like with a nuke if like in the fact that he yeah. I so got well goosebumps. I know. I was it. thinking the same thing in the back <laughs> of my the hair in the back of my neck was standing up, but um okay, number 2 would probably be the Ifrit Noct. Uh, Eric Blanc's mobile suit from 0081. Um, just another variant of the Ifrit, one of the eight Ifrits that were made, but it's the sweet purple one. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the 
uh, flight type goof from 8th MS team. Yeah. Uh, Those like another good one. Oh, of all of the mobile suits, I think that you see in the one year war, that one definitely looks the most like I could see that in contemporary combat. Like that looks very 21st century real type. Well, and I feel like too, that was like Xeon where before the end of the one year war, they were at the top of their game with, because the goof was already kind of the offshoot of the Zaku too. And then they got it all the way to the, the flight type. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. So sick. Um, number four would be the Ares from Gundam Wing. Uh, oh, I am yeah. a huge fan of how all of the Gundam Wing mobile suits, or at least the the Oz slash yeah. Earth Gear Alliance mobile suits, have that same mono box face. Yeah. But with the Ares in particular, they have that same mono box face, but he, it's like he's wearing a flight helmet, like a jet fighter. Yep. And, and he's got like a like a gas mask on, like almost like a fighter pilot. That, that the design of that mobile suit is criminally underrated. No, it is. I went to look for a model kit when I was watching Wing for the first time. I was like, oh, I need to look for a model kit. And I don't think there was one, or if there was, it was in the 90s and it was forgotten oh. about. Shame. Shame, yeah. shame. Uh, and then, yeah, last but not least, I would say I have a soft spot in my heart for, um, and don't tell anyone this, the Delta Plus from Unicorn. Oh, yeah. Um, no, that's a good I, one. I think Riddy was an underrated character. He was probably used a little incorrectly um, for the for the purposes of the story. And the Delta Plus is such a sweet design. It's a little flat color-wise, but man, I would have loved to see them use the Delta Plus in like a in a legitimate fight instead of just showing up on the scene and then getting marked by the Banshee. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Isn't that the one that would be good, like, mass-produced? Like, it looks like you could just see a whole bunch of them just kind of like, I don't know. It just oh yeah has that look. And, you know, what that reminded me, you know, so if I was going to call out some other Gundams that's in UC that's not Zeta, that would be in my top five. I think I would say the Unicorn, but not when it's red, when it has the, wait a minute, which that's making me think mode, about which for Mercury. Like the green one? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, the green. But now I'm just realizing which for Mercury does that same thing. There's the red and then the other color. It, you know, in, so the Unicorn Gundam was really, for me, because I built the real grade for, full armor as my first Gumpla, because I just saw it in the store. I was like, this thing looks sick. And you're a masochist. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But what was interesting was to think of what the RX-78 II looked like and to be a Gundam fan, and then and then to see what a, the unicorn looks like, like that's sick. And like panels like moving, and then having light, like that's a really good design. I just I couldn't appreciate it because I didn't have any, you know, beforehand knowledge. Um, and then also throw in the Victory Two. Oh even, yeah. Even though I like, I think I like the V One better. It's just the V Two with its more the flight stuff going on. Um. I mean, and the combination variant-like transformation is so sweet. Yeah. The two-part, no. uh, which, speaking of which, uh, Lucas in the chat is saying, and, and big shout-out to this number, too. I, I completely forgot about it. The GPO-3 stamen. That that Gundam, yeah. the, the Dendrobium stamen and Orcus, oh, that is such a sweet design. Yeah, and the colors, too, because it's, like, it's, it's almost like more white, then it has those other colors, so it really gives it a grounded look, um, yeah. I think, a realistic look. So, yeah, he's saying his top five, the Atlas, which that's a good one. Yeah, the Stalin, Delta Plus, 
Blue Destiny Unit 1 and Goof Custom. Yeah, those are good. I, I got to say, I like the Blue Destiny series, if only because I love the Ground Gundam, but the asymmetry always hit me wrong. The fact that it has, like, the the Vulcans on one chest and the plate on the other. They're the vent, I should say. You know, it's funny because I, I, I like that a lot, but it's, it, is, it does throw me off um, because yeah. not a lot of uh, mobile suits have that look. But, you know, sometimes you would see that in weaponry. I, I don't know. Like it's a true. tank might have some Gatling gun off at the side with the cannon in the middle or something. I don't know. Yeah, function um, before form, yeah. 100%. Yeah, so that's kind of shadow. I don't have a top five. I have a top twenty. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. Uh, I could keep going. <laughs> that's why it's kind of a cool question because when you got to think of five, it really makes you then think of mobile suits. So that's that's why well, that's kind of a fun question because uh, yeah, we should probably revisit that in a couple months, and I'm sure Absolutely. we're gonna have different things. So yeah, that's a good one. But with characters, where what are some of your favorite characters in Gundam? Like I was saying, I would say. I mean, I love Amuro, but I almost think that's, like, unfair. But the double O characters, those, it, it almost remind me of Power Rangers. Like, yeah. you know, they're a group they're of color-coded. people. color-coded. Yeah, yeah, they're color-coded. <laughs> but I kind of like how, like, there was conflict, and then they became closer. Like, yeah. it, and that's the difference with Wing. It's like, with Wing, I, I had trouble for a long time really feeling them out. Um, It was just kind of weird, but... And they never really felt each other out either. No. You know, it's like by the end of the show, they don't seem like a cohesive team. You like duo right. and hero are kind of close, like friends. Troa and Katra obviously have their friendship. But the reason that Wufei is so easy to switch sides is because like he, he never connected with any of them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. But cool one. That, that's good. Um, that's a good one. Thanks, Sayla. Oh, you know, she did say, P.S., if you're going to include ZZ characters or suits, limit it to one each. I'm setting up like uh, this because ZZ picks up me after Zeta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, just trying to close I up. I could have snuck in there. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, then pick one. If you could only pick one double Zeta suit, what would it be? Oh, for me? Yeah. Um, I would say the Gazaum. It's oh, a, yeah. I, I know it's kind of an offbeat one, but the the Gazaum is pretty sweet. I should probably say the Bawu, but um, oh yeah. But I felt that, that one's too obvious. Yeah, I was gonna say the double Zeta itself. I because I, oh, yeah. I just love it's like a beefier Zeta. But chonky it's, boy, it's gonna be the the at guy, if that's the one. No, no, no. Yeah, it was the one the colorful one that Haman was in when they were on that was it the moon moon colony and then he he was having to fight her and she was in that weird colored yeah uh, i i don't remember if it was an akai or a zegok but it was it was one of those one, uh yeah one of those old suits. one year war ones that just had a crazy color scheme yeah i i like that <laughs> um i you know it's funny this this is going to sound weird because i know no one likes double zeta but after i watched that episode i just watched it again I, yeah. I don't I don't good. I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's just I really like Double Zeta, but yeah. Okay, this is from Goose. Hey guys, not sure if you've seen all the wacky Gunpla designs in Japan. Um, where they team up with yeah, where they team up with another company or franchise and do a mashup like the Seven Eleven Gun or even the Hello Kitty Zaku. My question to you guys is. 
What companies or franchise would you love to see a mashup with Gundam? Maybe God of War Gundam or Zaku or maybe even Gundam Explained Hazel or Midnight Hatter Zeta themed. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah, think about that. You have like the purple, yellow, reds of the Midnight Hatter logo and like on the shield. Have, yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet looking. Yeah. Um. So with mashups, I think the obvious one would be like Gundam Star Wars and then have it where it's like a like a GM but it's flight backpack is like the X-Wings. That that would be oh, pretty cool. that's pretty sweet. And then, like, I, I think even with Darth Vader, get like a, um, you know, like almost, you know, they did this on purpose in F-91. The um, Denon guy, is that what it was called? The yeah. The ones that do have that kind of World War II or World War One looking helmet that's almost Darth Vader-like. Like, they could probably go a little further with that. Give it a cape. Um which they sometimes do with that stuff. But yeah. what other franchises could match up? You know, up? I'm trying to think outside of the box on this one because obviously like 7-Eleven is pretty far outside of the box. Yeah, and that's I've true. Seen, that... um, I follow a, uh, a YouTuber out of Singapore that they have a Gundam with that's a mashup with like a local energy drink. I think it's like Zolt oh. or something like Jolt or Zolt Cola or something oh, like okay. that. Uh, I thought it was so funny. I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm about to make a Red Bull Zeta. But um, <laughs> so I'm trying to think of like, you know, like maybe a food or, you know, like it, do we do, okay. we do like a Dave and Buster's Gundam well, or like. A... Oh, yeah. You actually gave me an idea. Actually, a couple popped up because you're talking about thinking outside the box. Like, I love the aesthetic of synthwave music. And that's why I came up with like Same. that Gundam neon idea. So like just having a, a a sort of a mobile suit that just gives off those neon vibes. I don't know. It's like you can hear synths just looking at it. Uh, um, I, I dig that. But also something because again, this almost goes to music. Like I love metal. I love extreme metal music. So some sort of Gundam that just I don't know. It would have a look of maybe you know I really like black metal. They tend to do like the white face paint with like the black around the eyes so maybe something where you have an evil looking uh gundam or something i don't know that's like yeah yeah <laughs> that start with that, that and kind of add to it yeah that's yeah trying um, to think any other I'm, I'm looking oh here we go i think sporting franchises obviously is a good um what is a good place to go to like sporting franchises like if you oh, had like yeah. a you know a new york yankees gundam that had like the pinstripe finish on it or you had like a Oh, the Dallas Cowboys that has like the star, that kind of stuff would be. And then that would be the next G Gundam show. It wouldn't be countries. It would be like the corporations and their <laughs> their brands would have their own. Yeah, their brands would have their own. Uh, oh, like the Whalen yutani Because I was just getting my little Predator here. I just got the Mezco uh, Predator. But yeah, Whalen yutani mobile suit. There you go. That that would Weyland-Yutani. be. And it, it would have canisters on the hips it could launch that have um, face huggers. So it would like attack <laughs> like their enemies with like face huggers to yeah that that'd be pretty cool. That's that's a good one. Um, um let's see. And then Xeonix Saturn was saying something about doing Maxter Gundam in New York Giant colors with decals. I guess that makes Bro, sense. Bro, if you do that, I will print the Giants color. I will print the Giants decals for you because that. You know I'm all big blue. Huh. And then, oh, he even said Gundam X Kiss. That's pretty good. Final Fantasy. 
Gundam Barbados. Hmm. M&M Sharzaku 2. You must love M&Ms, Robert. Oh, yeah. Food, food-based food Gundam. That sounds like something Weird Al would, would uh, come up with. Um, <laughs> Gundam and Cyberpunk. Uh, this is what Jada Sailor is saying. Gundam and Cyberpunk. Ewan would, Ewan would like that. Yeah, because Ian recently, like, Ian's into Cyberpunk stuff, and he even he did a whole cosplay thing. He even um, had some artwork done, some AI artwork done, where it looks like he's... So if you like... It, it, there's a link in the description for Nonstop Collectors, and on his Instagram, he has some cool... Uh, pictures of him in cyberpunk stuff um yeah and is it just me or like uh, i don't know if you guys have noticed this but is cinnamon toast crunch like everywhere right now because like there's cinnamon toast crunch popcorn cinnamon toast crunch cake mix cinnamon See, toast right. crunch uh, like pancake seasoning yeah i, I saw pancakes where i mean the that's amazing toast crunch gundam it <laughs> Oh, I see where you're going. I was just getting hungry, but <laughs> I see where you're going now. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Gundam. Now, that that's got. I know this isn't about cereal, but that's got to be one of the best cereals ever. I'm right? I'm pretty sure it's my favorite cereal. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and I think that. I mean, it, can we get like a, a, a CT Crunch in the chat from everybody who <laughs> agrees? <laughs> CT Crunch. Is yeah. The, Hey, and you know what? I would accept uh, peanut butter Captain Crunch because that's my second favorite. Or no, I changed that. That would hurt the roof of my mouth, so I changed it to um, the Reese's peanut butter cereal. Oh, yeah, the Reese's Puffs. Yeah, Reese's Puffs, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what? Uh, I was getting these healthy, they're healthy, these protein drinks that would be like cinnamon-flavored, uh, caramel flavored, and then the other day, well, it was a while back, I, I poured it into a bowl of the Reese's Puffs, and that was so delicious. <laughs> Not too bad, I guess, because there's no sugar in that milk, but... Um, all right, well, yeah, I think that's it for that. Um, really quick, I wanted to show you guys... Okay, in the Discord, I have this Welcome to Gundam Lore Questions and Answers. So what this is supposed to be is to put any questions about the Gundam universe, not like the AMA stuff, I guess, like that's for the Patreon or whatever. Because what I want to do is ask questions that, yeah, then I will uh, potentially do videos about. Like they could be their own videos or it could be, uh, you know, a section on a podcast. But also well, a want, good uh, example would be like the video that you just did about the UMP. Yeah, that's right. You and I were just chatting, and you brought that up, and I was like, oh, that needs to be a video. And that is part of lore. So when I would do some lore uh, or when I would do some trivia stuff, I would grab from that. Um, And so if you have any questions that have to do with lore, drop them in here. This is not for – this is anyone, so it's not like Patreon or anything. So, uh, yeah, it's called Gundam Lore Questions, but stuff about – Lore and I want to say there's a couple in here. And yeah, some neon Dagoth wave. wave. I see in there. <laughs> What's that? And some Dagoth wave down in there. The Dagoth er. <laughs> What's? Oh, this. Yeah, Dan Vince. Shout out to uh. The, the I don't know Dagoth what that wave. is. Is that? It's a Elder Scrolls Three meme. Oh. I'll send Never you the played. link uh, after the stream. Okay. You'll appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Um. But no, Neon Wave was saying, why would Shiro from 08 MS Team be in love with a woman he only met once and announced his love the second time they've met? Did Ina feel the same way before Shiro confessed to her? Now, 
that that's a good question. I don't know if that's necessarily like trivia based, but I just found it interesting because it, it didn't seem like she did. I don't think she cared, but I think it's more of her realizing Shiro loved her in turn made her feel for him. And maybe if they were both new types, potentially that attraction brought them in more, if that was the case, I, because I think she was stuck because she looked up to her brother, but her brother was doing things she didn't like. And, well, and it's always hard when you're in the position that uh, that Ina is in as a person. It's like any type of expression of compassion or care that people give you, you kind of you double back because it's like, well, is this person trying to just get something out of me? Yeah. And for a while, he kind of was. Shiro was just trying to use her in order to survive the situation that they were in. They were stuck on that abandoned ship. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said about like surviving a near death experience with someone. Like obviously you grow closer. Um, and she even tried to shoot him and he <laughs> was trying to use non-lethal combat to take her down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, there's some other stuff in here I'll be making videos about, but if anyone has any questions that they want to throw in here against at the discord link in the description, QR code sometimes pops up. Yeah, and you can just yeah jump into there for that. Um, okay, so something else I wanted to w real quick is this looks sick. They're doing the um, Psycho Doga high grade, which I, I would totally get that. Um, yeah, I I feel like these suits are underrepresented. Like the the Doga that kind of era. I mean, everyone loves um, the Sazabi. The yep. new Gundam, but I feel like those other suits don't get that much love, and I think they're unique looking too. Even though you can see the legacy and the evolution of other suits, but they still have a unique look, almost like a a super. I don't know what I'm trying to see. You know, like that little helmet it's got. It's almost like it's yeah. giving itself that um, regal. It's like wearing the regalness on its sleeve in a way. Um, very yeah, very cool looking. Um, okay, so also what was pretty neat is in GBO2, they announced the RGM96XS Jesta, but the Shazar type, but specifically like a, they said type B or something. Now, what's interesting yeah. is these these are from Gundam Narrative, so that means that's how far GBO2 isn't, I, you know, I'm sure Zionic Shadow can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the furthest they've gone in uh, GBO2, is all the way to Narrative. Which is 100, right? Or 101? Uh, narrative, I think, is 97. Oh, okay. It's still prior to uh, Hathaway, but... Yeah, prior to Hathaway, yeah. I know it's prior to Hathaway, but okay. Um, but I think it's cool that they've gone that far, because it makes me think then they might go to Hathaway. I just cannot see a Penelope. <laughs> I cannot see a Penelope in GB. <laughs> that Would that be our first 800 cost? <laughs> yeah, 1,000. It would have to be, and it would probably only be in space. I mean, it could be on yeah. ground. I just can't see them. Um, like, I just can't see any map. You you would get stuck <laughs> trying to navigate around boxes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? Sayla just said something interesting. Hey, at least she put the effort into trying to kill him instead of a mere threat like Hero did to Relena. <laughs> so I'm. Uh, they those came out not too far from each other. Right? Is you it almost what? the same I, year? 
I'm, I'm going to try that with my wife uh, tomorrow. I'm going to say, I kill you. I'll kill you is Gundam for I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, no, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good point she made. Um, let's see. Yeah, they made it GBO2. Anything is possible. Yeah, that's, that's what's cool about GBO2. So going back to this real quick, you know, we're, we've seen the Jesta and the Jesta is really cool. So they have this, yeah, there was like a Team A which looks sick because it has, like, that extra, like, wing binder um, yeah. sticking out the top. And then this B and C, which it looks like they have more, like, tactical gear going on. Um, let's see. Sometimes they'll say when it's, like, first seen, but um, no. Nah. And then let's see. Vulcan pod system hand grenades. Some of the same weapons we see. Capture gun. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. The, yeah, that's why it had the special... I guess that means, yeah, this is all coming together now. Because the Jester was made as a support unit anyway. Team B and C meant for maybe the B type or C type, but the C packs and B, you know, of the, the um, what was that Gundam called? The new Gundam without the armor? The narrative Gundam. There's a narrative, yeah. Name of the, <clears throat> but, um, okay, so it's all coming together. Like, they really do these, I, I like how they don't explicitly say it unless they do. They're like, Hey, you see these mobile suits? They're specifically the support that's going to go out with this Gundam, wink, wink, lore. But uh, I end up finding it out just by reading, yeah, as part of Operation Phoenix Hunt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah, what I don't I think they mentioned that about the original Jestas. The fact that the original Jestas were supposed to serve alongside the Unicorn Gundam as like an escort team. Yeah, I found that out later. Yeah, it was like, these, these things look sick. Let's research them. I like how it has its own, like it needs its own, like telescope or binocular, like when they could just build it into the head, um, or like, or, yeah, that, I don't know. It looks well, cool when, though. When you when you get down to it, it's like they have scopes on the machine guns. Yeah, I know. like yeah. <laughs> and the Zakutus are even like looking in it, and then they lift the, the scope up to the mono eye, like it's a, I don't. You know what? I wonder, though. We laugh. But what if there's an explanation like it's supposed to help with any Manofsky density? It's almost like an external device used to help. I don't know. That, that could be it. Yeah, I, I, I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't refute that claim. So, I'm... <laughs> But, man, they are sick-looking suits, especially with these, which I uh, – are they Giradogas or they're, they're Girazulus? Gear Zulus, yeah, right? Yeah, looks like some Zulu. Yeah, I, those are great designs. Like, it's too bad that narrative. It's not that narrative is bad, but it's just kind of like a. It, but it has six suits in it, you know. It, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. I think most people think that the design of the Sinanju Stein is a little cooler than the straight up Sinanju. <clears throat> yeah, I hear that a lot too. Um, yeah, and I and I I think I agree. I mean, the Sinanju just looks like a, a good Char clone mobile suit. It's like, do it all up, red and everything. But the yeah. Sinanju Stein has that more grounded look to it. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure. Um, let's see. Well, I think that just about does it. I'm going to move this over here. Um, well, Steven, anything else to add that... Uh, we haven't talked about not that i can think of um 
I know that there's a lot of fun stuff going on in GBO2 right now. I think there's a there there's a free 10-pole promo GBO. going on there. So yeah. anybody who hasn't logged in this week, go in there and get your free 10-pole. I need to log in. I have not logged in. I've been playing this game Evil West. For you gamers out there, Evil West is fun. It is a f- I beat it. I've already started my new game plus. Also, the Warhammer Dark Tide that multiplayer that is sick awesome music um they real i love how they do world building in those warhammer games um really good um let's see uh oh robert's saying smooth transition once more yeah that's one thing i figured out to do with the software is how to do those smooth transitions i just got to figure out how to fix the audio um oh jedi saying oh what's that i said it's probably something i'm doing on my end (laughs) No, no, I don't think so, Stephen. When we do your <laughs> streams, they are always of high quality, <laughs> no technical issues. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Jedi say this thing: Star Wars, I love you. I know Gundam, I'll kill you. <laughs> I know, hard eyes. <laughs> that's that's a good comparison. <laughs> um, Lucas Garrett, the Jestaline is a great raiding party mobile suit to use. Just see what Londo Bell did with them in Unicorn. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what's cool about uh, U- Unicorn is that you really have awesome supporting suits and technology. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, no, thanks, guys. You know, a lot of fun again with all the stuff that's coming. And please, if you want to add some lore questions, and I think of it as like you just have a question about the Gundam universe that you don't understand. Like, why is this this way? Or who did that? And I think it would be cool for I, I would do the research, and they might either be answered on the live streams or I would do separate videos, but eventually I'm going to gather all these. I have a master list, um, Excel sheet that I'm going to build up a trivia thing and then start doing trivia next year. Um, and then yeah, Good Steven stuff, stuff uh, links in the description. Uh, cause you know, we hang out with him on Wednesdays. Um, he schools me in Gumpla customizing. It's pretty fun stuff. And we'll, we talk about so much like childhood. Yeah. We talk about movies. Um, but it's centered around uh, gunplay and customizing, so it's a lot of fun. Anything else, Stephen? I think that's it. No, no, definitely. Um, you know, if you're interested, check out the Patreon for Movie Night because yep. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's right. So by this weekend, I will for sure have the movie and the date that we're gonna do it. So, yeah, stay tuned to that, for that. But um, yeah, thanks everyone. We will talk later. Cheers. Peace out.